reading from the <clears throat> Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 36, Text 34. No, 35, excuse me. No, where is it? Text 34. No, wait, wait. Okay. 35, yes. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Tataschaisa Mahi Mitra Babitri Nashta Kantaka. Then, my friend, this earth will be free of thorns. Omegana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Vishnam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Jayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vanchakalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayebhacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Sri Vasudeva Gaur Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So I'm giving class today from the Radha, Rasa, Radha Vasant Bihari Mandir in New Brudge, New York. It's actually New Berg, B-R-U-G-H. But I'm expert at branding, so I shifted the U and the R around, and it's New Brudge. And uh, it's the home of my Chandra and family. I think there's not less than 20, 25 people living here in the house. A joint family, this is so rare, where all the brothers and their wives live together kind of the old system. You have to come to a high level of Krishna consciousness and cooperation. But, you know, it's not just a husband comes home and he has to do the lawn. There's so many brothers. And it's not just that one wife has to cook and clean. There's so many ladies. And when the children grow up, and they're my, well, three, four, five, I don't know, there's about six, seven, eight, nine children, you know, the child has freedom because it's not just one mother always grabbing the child because the child can wander anywhere. He's going to wind into one mother and, and the, the, the parents also lived here. Unfortunately, the, the, the father of all the brothers, Advaita Priya, he passed away and he used to maintain the spirit. He used to worship the deities. I, I invited some some brahmacharis I know from Vrindavan here, and they stayed overnight. And they told me they came in the evening, and there was 25 people in the evening program. So, and they used to sponsor my festivals, and I used to I, I would get a carte blanche, and I go Kuladeep, I want another tent here, <laughs> and we'd have hundreds of people here for the festivals and you know, so, so many Maharajas and different things. And uh, so uh, it's very convenient. It's halfway to New York City. I'm going to go to the Harinam in uh, Washington Square Park, one of the first places that Prabhupada did the Harinam. So we're doing this Akrura Leela, 
which is extremely important because we're here and our goal is to get to Vrindavan. Not just the physical place, but the internal spiritual place. And what is separated from us and Vrindavan, the spiritual world, is not an amount of miles. It's our faith. And faith means our desire, our goal, our strong conviction. And Krishna consciousness, and you're going to see that in this story, what you want, you get. What you want, you get. It's just a matter of time. But if you're independent from God, it's all dependent on your karma. If you have a spiritual desire, you have a spiritual desire, that's what takes you to the spiritual world. That's why the pastime is called um, Manorita. Manorita means it's the chariot of the mind. The chariot will go, but what drives the chariot? So we'll see this chariot of a person who wanted to go to Vrindavan. And how did that chariot move? It, it's by his life, by 12 years, he took all risks so that he can see Krishna. Because to see Krishna, he had to stay in Mathura and he had to work with the evil King Kamsa. And any minute, if Kamsa found out his affiliation with Krishna, and he was doing some things there to protect Krishna's father. So if Kamsa found out, you know, th these kind of countries, you know, I, I read something this morning that, that two, two boys in Nigeria got into an argument. And one boy said something against Allah. The 13-year-old boy is sentenced to 12 years in prison. I mean, we all saw those debates and saw how childish our leaders are. But be thankful we're not in Nigeria. <laughs> or, well, in other countries where you, 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 you don't have freedom of religion and you can actually worship God. So the mind, the mind, it shows you what the mind is. So somehow or other, as the story goes, Narada wants to enthuse Krishna to come to Vrindavan. He wants to arrange, he's an instrument for Krishna. So in the Leela, he's gonna be the instrument. And what's the instrument? He's at Radhakund and, and you know, he hear, hears that Krishna just ki killed this Aristasura demon. He thought this is a good, good way now to really inspire, you know, Kamsa to, 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 to you know, kill Krishna. So he goes to Kamsa and he reveals what actually happened. Because he's looking, Kamsa knows that the eighth child of, of Devaki, Krishna's mother will, will, will kill him. And therefore he put uh, Devaki and, 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 uh, and Vasudeva in prison. But he thinks the eighth child was this manifestation of Durga, but it wasn't. Vasudeva took Krishna when he was born and he is Anakudundabi, Anaka means the, the, Anaka means the, are you a little tired? You don't get much rest, okay. Uh, Anaka means the uh, trumpets and the, and the, the trumpets and the drums. Because when he was born, he was a, a special, the demigods were showering flowers knowing what, what he would be. So expertly, somehow or other, and by the will of Krishna, he was able to take Krishna to Mathura and switch with Yasoda just after a, 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 an intense childbirth. 
she 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 was exhausted. Now then Narada comes and says, "It was it was Vasudev. He 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 made this trick on you." And Kamsa was so angry because. You know, he was cheated by, by Vasudev. He was ready to kill him. But again, this Akrura was very, very intelligent diplomat and said, ah, Vasudev, he's not going to kill Vasudev. You're going to kill Vasudev? It's, it's the child. Bring him to, bring that Krishna here. He said, I'll immediately go kill him. He said, no, don't bring him here. You need the home court advantage. You already sent so many demons there. All those demons were killed. You need the home court advantage. You need the, the and this, this is also a very important point that we have to always fight from our strength. Even if it was Kamsi, it was so powerful. And there was that story of, of Garuda meeting Lord Shiva and the snakes, these little snakes, around Lord Shiva. And Garuda eats the big snakes and even Kali was afraid. To, so this little snake on, on, on Lord Shiva was like, you know, you know, come on, come on, you know, let's go. And he knew, I, I, you know, he can't do anything. Look, look how powerful he is. It's like a little kid who comes to a fight and his big father is behind him. So that was another point that our strength comes not from ourselves but our affiliation with the Guru Parampara. I have a little audience today, so I'm looking a little bit at the audience, so it, it looks like that. So then Kamsa has the idea, okay, now I got to bring Krishna here. Narada says how to bring him. You know, make, make a huge festival. These are village people. And the village, he, they've never been to the city make a huge festival, tell them they can sell their wares because they're the Vaisha community. And generally Vaishas will go anywhere where they can make money. I'm not saying that was Krishna, but that's what the way they think. So tell them they, you know, they can bring their wares. It's a big festival. And, 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 and don't, first of all, don't kill Vasudev. You kill Vasudev, the, they'll just go to the forest and then they'll have the home court advantage because you're not going to be able to find Krishna in the forest. Because he goes out there every day with the cows. You'll never find them in the forest. Get him where you will have the home court advantage. <clears throat> Get him, you know, in your place and, and, and cover it up. It's a big festival. Don't let them know what your plan is. And invite Nanda Maharaj because they'll never let him go without. So invite all the cowherd boys. So then he says, okay. So he calls Akrura. Because he, you know, he knows somehow that he's paranoid. You know, these political intrigues, it, it, he was told that the demigods would take birth. So he's sus suspicious of everyone. But Akrua was so expert and so close to him. He was so expert and so close to him that he thought, you know, Akrua is one man I can trust. And Akrua grabs him by the hand and he's just thinking, this is strange. I mean, this is like my boss. And he's like so affectionate. But Akrua knows the art of Tantra, not that the different types of Tantra, but the art of persuasion. So they're expert politicians and he, and he goes to Akrua because he knows all men like machines. Now, I hope the men are not offended that I put them in one category. Maybe I, I've done something that's incorrect because we know we treat everybody as individuals, but all men like machines. Not all men, but generally. So he, he went to him and he said, Akrura, I want you to go and take that chariot. It was a brand new chariot. No one has used this chariot before. It was the latest model chariot. But Akrua was saying, wow, this is incredible. Not because it was a new chariot, but because it wasn't used, it's proper to offer to Krishna. He doesn't want to offer Krishna a chariot that's been used by, by so many other people. And he respected that so much, you'll see that it was a codicy where, where people fast. 
So he stayed up all night. He would not sit on that chariot. What a Vaishnav is, right? Well, yeah, you know, Krishna's service, you know. Uh, um, I, I'm not going to tell the story, but I, I, I once went into a restaurant. Someone was visiting from America, and it was like a godbrother. And it was the Iskon restaurant. And it, so it was a codicy, so no one was there. Uh, and I wasn't trying to bust anybody. I was just looking for someone. So I saw him, he said, oh, and he gave me the excuse. Uh, uh, I was hungry. <laughs> I thought, man, you know, maybe a little bit of rationalization like that, like, you know, you're sick or something. <laughs> hungry. And he says, um, so now he's getting a little bit, Kamsa is getting a little angry and, he, and he's just saying that, um, then my friend, this earth will be free of thorns. And what's a thorn? It's something very, um, it's an obstacle to you, to your enjoyment. Demons get rid of thorns. They look at people as thorns. They're obstacles to you. Um, something make, 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 you know, it's an obstacle to you. Just pull it out. And what he's saying indirectly is two things. He's saying, well, if, if you do this, then you can, Mitra, he says, my friend, then we'll share it afterwards. Because he, Atmavan Manyateja God, everyone sees the world as they think. Everyone sees the world as they think. So then they'll think, um, yeah, of course. He has the faith I do. And what's the faith? That enjoy and control. And that's the goal. If the goal is to get my desires fulfilled, then it's perfectly okay to kill someone in the obstacles, it happens all the time. You read these stories of the St. Valens Day massacre. Those of you that are, maybe I don't know how many will know about this, but in the mafia, you know, one day, you know, Bugs, this guy, uh, Lucy, well, anyway, Lucy, Lucy, whatever the guy is with the name, this guy or whatever, that one mafia guy and he wanted to take over and, you know, one guy was in, and he came up with, you know, machine gun and just, his men just plowed out all the other opposition. There's like 15 other, other mafioso dead. And then, you know, I don't know who it was, Carlos Gambino. I forgot the names of these guys, but they were, they, and, you know, so, you know, he thought like that, then you're my friend, we'll share it. You see, but you see, Akur is very smart. He's going to play the role that he's going along. So in his mind, he thinks, well, how will you live in peace? As you know, you, demons fight among each other. I'll make a joke like it. It's like a Gujarati family. Not just joking. Sorry. <laughs> it's love. <laughs> Uh, we'll put it uh, what yeah <laughs> i'm just joking um see how politically incorrect i am today there's gujarati family in front of me here but they're laughing but they just speak loudly so he think well you know if they fight right if pious people get into quarrels what to speak of these demons? What will happen to them? So he answers. And he calls Jarasand my guru. It's my guru. My elder relative is actually says guru. And my dear friend, Vidita, are solid well-wishers of mine, as are Sambara, Narak, and Bana. I will use them all to kill off those kings who are allied with the demigods, and then I will rule the earth. And if I rule the earth, it means you, because you're my 
assistant. So you'll share in this whole thing. You'll, 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 you'll also rule the earth. Um, so interesting, Jarasan Guru, because Jarasan won, he married Jarasan's daughter, so it's the father-in-law, and this is the proper culture. And he's the guru of the Gundas. And now I, I'm going to tell you some Vrindavan stories, but, you know, Vrindavan was a very poor place when I came to Vrindavan. And then all these Westerners came from all over the world and the land prices shot up, shot up, really shot up. A little piece of land, I mean, what I know, like a quarter of an acre behind the Krishna Balar Mandir, we needed to fill it out. That's like, you know, 500,000. It's, it's, the prices just went like that. So what happens is that always attracts elements. You know, and then there are the, the mafia. And I, 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 it's shocking one day I saw like the mafia get out in the middle of the street and like, except they were in dhotis, you know, and they had guns in their, 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 their uh, <laughs> dhotis. And the head of the mafia was named Gurudev. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get people, but there was one massacre where <laughs> he's the guru of the gun. And it's, you know, the Indians are biased. So even, you know, even if they have like a, a, a bunch of gundas, there's one that's the authority. It, it, this is the way they do it. There's one that's in charge and everybody listens. So Gurudev was the head of the gundas. So he says, my guru. And then who, David is my friend. And there's some kind of story that um, When Krishna had killed Kamsa, he took revenge on Dwarka and tried to drag Dwarka into the sea. He was so close. There was some, you know, there was some loyalty. They also have loyalty. It's like you have, you know, the Hell's Angels. There's loyalty oaths. You know, because they identify with the group. So you just, it's still for yourself. You, it's called extended false ego. You can extend your ego to your, your family, but it's still for yourself. You can extend your ego, you know, to your, your, your group and take this loyalty oath. Or you can take, you know, and then the highest thing, and, and, and actually speaking, it's good in one sense, because it helps get out of the self-centered eye. So you have family, it's actually purifying, because if you're not... One, one sannyasi, he was training his, in, in Russia. He was very advanced. He was from Siberia. I heard he was a nuclear scientist before. And he had some physical problems, but he was very advanced. I knew that. And he would train his brahmacharis to be grihastas. Because he knew that was what was going to happen. That's the training for grihasta. You know, first you get this training and controlling your senses. And for someone who wanted to be a brahmachari, he said, okay, you serve the whole world. If you can't serve the whole world, then at least serve your family. Can't serve the whole world, then at least serve your family. Then all of a sudden, that person, if he doesn't have that kind of consciousness, now all of a sudden, he has to think of his family before himself. And then of course, then you can become Griamati. You can just think of your family and hate the other people. But then some people, they, they become community minded, you know, nationally minded. Then a devotee should be the cosmic community. It should be Krishna, but some, Anything bhakti means to step over the step out of the limited concept of I. And limited concept of I is I'm the center. But somehow or other, family life, you know, is also for spiritual life, grihasta ashram. It's just taking the ego 
and 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 it, it just you have to do it in a way of course to see the spiritual aspect as vaishnavas then we we see the family as krishnas but still whatever attachment we have it prevents us from becoming selfish that's why sannyas is not particularly recommended in the age because it doesn't feel people are so qualified right then you know you you kind of renounce the world to just center yourselves not on god but on controlling more so you really have to be careful so and then um then it gives you also because look who look who his friends were right i think there's one commentary said if he, if he could have at least included krishna you know in there he'd make some advancement and that's the thing you have to bond with people whose friendship is of value to you this is one of the key things in spiritual life i think i spoke on this last week i'll mention it again when brahmatirtha prabhu when Brahmatirtha met Prabhupada and finally he was ready to surrender to Prabhupada and, and, and the question came around about elevating your consciousness. And Prabhupada said, well, uh, Brahmatirtha said, well, how do you elevate your consciousness? I mean, I've got the story completely right. But he said, the way you elevate your consciousness is by changing your association and it's very practical because it, it, it's not dealing with something external, inter, ex, internal first. It's dealing with something external first. So we mentioned this point that the, the mind follows the body, but it's Sushrasru Shraddhanasya Vasudeva Katarachi Satmahatsevana Vipra Punya Tirta Nashevana. There's a verse, one of the Tazmat verses, therefore chant here and remember Krishna, and somehow I get always, well, I give up. If that's how you become become a devotee in the Bhagavatam, this is the, the the meaning of that. If chant, remember, hear, and worship Krishna always, then how do I become it? I just give up. But then Sutta in the next verse says, Vasudeva associate. Be in the right association. Just put, put your body in the right association. Because you put yourself, body, in the right association, then you'll see devotion, you'll hear devotion, and you'll become devotion. And I remember that the, the Jaiva Dharma is so important when a Grihasta opens their house to Vaishnavas, their children become devotees. And I have to say one thing here with the house here, all the children are devotees. They all have there's no question in their mind of their identification. And what is there, eight, nine children here? M more, maybe. I, don't, I can't count. Five brothers, two, three, five. They're all devotees, the children. When I came in, there was this one young character, I forgot his name. Dundavats, Maharaj comes. Dundavats. And I look behind, you see his mother going. Get down, get down. <laughs> but it's a fact. So the, here, look who his friends are. What is it? You 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 can tell someone by the people they're with. Okay, so we're going, and it, there's some nice points here coming up. Then um now that you understand my intentions, please go at once and bring Krishna and Balaram to watch the bow sacrifice and see the opulence of the Yadu dynasty. So, of, of course, he's also thinking now, um, well, uh, okay, See, it doesn't have to be said. When, when someone is with someone and they're explaining something and he, he wants to convince him to go. So when you want to convince someone to do something, you have to see their minds 
and answer their questions before they ask it. And that's also when I do my writing in Monday morning greeting in each sentence, I'm thinking, what is the, what, what is the person out there going to ask? Let me answer the question. Cause when you write something, I'm a little passionate today. Cause I, I came an hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes. You can see how movement makes you passionate. And then I, cause I get up really early. So I slept in the car. So you wake up, there's a kind of mode, but I'm using it in devotional service and I have an audience here. Um, what's the last point I made there? What? A traveling before the traveling. Association. All right. Anyway. Um, oh yeah. So you know a person's mind when, 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 when if you're going to write something, you not only write the truth, you have to have the truth understood. And you have to understand how people understand what you say. And then you have to deal with that. Otherwise, your, your train of thought as a writer or a speaker, you'll know that a person is not... The whole purpose of communication is getting people to understand what you've realized. And therefore, you have to understand not, not only how they understand things, but how they misunderstand things. And then you have to deal with that. So this is what's happening now with Kamsa. He, he's so smart, he's understanding Akura's mind. He's trying to convince him to go. So now he understands what's the next thing that, that, that is mind. Well, how are you going to convince them to go? Right? You, you want him to come. And he said, how will I convince them? Well, how will I convince them? I will tell them, excellent point. Very, Kams is saying, excellent point. You've understood my intentions. Excellent point. Go quickly. Shipram, it says, go very quickly. Go at once and tell them um, there's a very rare sacrifice. And you know people in the villages for a festival. Like a rare, it's samskara. It's in, you know, I remember we're having a feast in Nandagram. And it was going to be a full ghee feast for the whole village of Nandagram, the first one in 40 years or something. And how do you announce it? The town caller goes up on the hill, and Nandagram, and from the roof says, you know, tomorrow come, Mahotsava, Pura, ghee, Sub ghee, you know, everyone come, Yarabaji, you know. And then by the I'll translate this into Yiddish. <laughs> then by the, the, the potency of Yenta Sankirtan. <laughs> you, hear, you hear what happened? You hear what happened? It'll get over the whole village. Do you want him to come? Tell him that there's a, a, a donor yagya. This is a bow sacrifice. It's rarely ever done. And, you know, in India, you know, these big, these, these, Feasts are amazing. I remember one time I went to a feast of, you know, with sadhus. I could not conceive how much each sadhu eat. I could not conceive it. And they were putting like five ladus on the plate, 15 poor. You can't conceive. There are people in Govardhan, Brahmins, that are professional eaters. They walk around the hill going to programs that rich businessmen in Govardhan sponsor for feeding sadhus. And we used to have this one guy named Nanuram. We loved him in our ashram. And he was very skinny, but he could go to four or five of these, and then they would give him money. Everyone that comes gets money. Again, the culture. And what's the culture? You're not begging from us for food. You are honoring us for coming. You don't owe us anything for this food. We honor you for your presence. And then the person in charge will have a whole stack of, you know, five rupees, 20 rupees, now maybe even 50 rupees, and give every sadhu. 
right next to where I live, they would have these all the time. And they would always want me to go. And I would go once or twice a year or something. The sadhu that lived in my small enclave, I live in a cul-de-sac in Vrindavan, I used to. There are only like six, seven, eight, ten places there. In this month of Purushottamamas, he would spend, a simple sadhu, he would spend $17,000 on feeding the sadhus every day, every lane filled. And that's the Yoga Sutras when you are, when you perfect the yama, the niyama of being non-possessive, jewels, the prakritic, the material advantage is that jewels will fly from the sky. And what's that, the interpretation? In India, if they see a person is not possessive, then people are attracted, I'll give my money here. And Indians are very, very charitable for these functions. They're very, very charitable. They give money and, and they see he feeds, he feeds. He feeds every day. In fact, I remember one time I would get my breakfast, I would send the watchman downstairs and he would go to the place and get me a little cup of something. Balaram Baba, his name was. Famous Baba, Balaram Baba. So there's a Dana Yaga. And then what else is there? There is Yadupuram. It's, it's, you will see the opulence of the Yadu's capital. So this is another thing. Nanda Maharaj is from the Yadu dynasty. So it's like going to your place. So also, if you tell people you go to your place, that's very special. You go to your own place and you'll see the opulence. It's a big, big city. It's a big, big city. You've never, you go to see the city. So we're still doing, I forgot. Then of course actually says, Oh, King, you have expertly devised a process to fill yourself of misfortune. Still, one should be equal in success and failure, since it is certainly destiny that produces the results of one's work. Mm. It's destiny. Um, Like this one point. Hmm. Oh yeah, so what is Akura thinking? I've served this demon for so long and now I'm getting the fruits of my service. I'm going to see Krishna. Ati Anugraha by the inconceivable mercy of Kamsa the unlimited mercy of Kamsa. So I really should try to give him something. So let me give him the jewel of some instruction. Now's the time. This is a teachable movement. And, and the instruction he gives himself, you know, you're going to free yourself of misfortune because you can get rid of this thorn. They, they all know, Akura knows, Narada knows. This is the death of Kamsa. Get, getting rid of the thorn. Who's the thorn? It's Kamsa. He's the one that's blocking everybody's enjoyment. We'll get rid of the thorn of Kamsa. So they all know. So he's just being, he said, you've devised a process. You'll free yourself of misfortune. And you will. Because you'll get rid of this demoniac body. You'll be killed by Krishna and you'll get liberation. So you're going to get rid of this misfortune but still be equal in success and failure since it is certainly destiny that produces the results. I just got a, a, uh, an email from Mahamuni. He's a, a philosophy professor in Boston. If I can find it. 
see, he wrote me, he wrote me something, he said, um, what happened to Zoom, one second, okay. What he wrote me is, there's that stoic philosophy he likes. Epithetus something, a story. He said, wow, read this section. I said, what is it? He said, you got to read the whole thing. It's so good. But it's, it, it's how someone who, who, who these realized Stoic philosophers, you know, it, it says something, well, what if someone's going to, you know, uh, what if you do this and then they try to kill you or something? And the Stoic philosophers said, well, they're not going to kill me. It's just my body. Just like 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 Socrates was the king of the Stoics. I mean, he he looked at it, he he told the people who were gonna kill him in the assembly, if you think you can kill me, you won't kill harm me, you'll only harm yourself. Because what harms you is not what happens to you, but how you react. Because that's on the platform of the soul. So he's actually giving him philosophy. Be equal in happiness and distress, because the destiny is all God. So the sickness is God, the health is God. The praise is God, the slander is God. So what is the difference? The only difference is how you react to it. That's the only difference. So, and he's also telling him something else, which is very interesting. Um, you should plan something You should make your plans. Um, but leave room for a different outcome because you're not the controller. So make your plans, but leave room for a different outcome because you're not the controller. But if you're in that mood of controller, you'll waste too much time. And I'll do this. And like Kamsa, I, I said this before. And I'll send Keishi. If Keishi doesn't kill him, then Kuvaleapa won't kill him, and they won't kill him, then I will kill him. And if that doesn't work, then I'll kill his parents. And I mean, it's just like the odds against you controlling diminish the further into the future you make your plans. Right? Because there's too many factors. So make your plans. Make your plans. Make your plans. But leave room for destiny. <laughs> leave room for destiny. Then, then I read in the commentary the story of a Brahmin. But he's so poor. So he got some flower. So he, he hung it up because, you know, he, he poor guy had just a little couture and he hung it up because then what, you know, animals could get it. And then he went, it was above his bed and he started to think, well, you know, because they beg. You go around, you chant because you beg. So they give you a little flower. So oh, let me collect some of this flower and soon I'll have enough and I can get married. You know, I can get married um, I'll get enough money to get married and then I'll have children and then I'll educate the children. Uh, but then if they're ever mischievous, I'll kick them and teach them a lesson. And then he got so excited, he kicked his foot in the air and he broke the bag of the, the flower. <laughs> so I'll do this and then this and then this. So watch out. Destiny is there. You you, you do your your your. You know, as he said, be a little bit equal in success and failure, because that's not the goal. The goal is to serve Krishna. Try to serve Krishna. Try to produce things. Try to do the best. But the real glory will be in your consciousness and how you do things. And Krishna will reciprocate with that. Actually, um, 
I see sometimes, you know, from bad judgment comes experience, from experience comes good judgment. And Krishna trains us to do things by our experiences in life. We generally don't start off. It takes time and learning things. But some of you know Gorpriya. She invited me yesterday for lunch. And wow, I've never seen a school like this. Uh, it competes practically with Bhakti Vidya Pornas in Mayapur, what it looks like. Uh, it's, it was incredible. The school and the facilities and the plan. And it's mixed with permaculture. So it's, it's a 350-acre farm. There is schools on 20 acres right now. But I was walking around, and her husband was showing me, like, you know, you plant something, if it doesn't work that year, maybe you got to move it to another place and see the soil there and how you put these vegetables under a tree because when the tree, the, and they even had fig trees. It really was like amazing. And, and this huge barn with three floors and how it was set up. So, but, but what, what does it mean? It means you do your duty, and if Krishna wants, Krishna will give, or, or, or Krishna will take. Which reminds me of my favorite story, which I'll probably finish right now because I probably soon will take lunch. I'm really looking forward after like a three or four month fast. I'll be very careful. I won't take more than six or seven Mohantals. But there's a sweet called Mohantal that cures diabetes. You don't know this, but the father here used to feed me and tell me that. The sons who were doctors were telling me, you know, your blood sugar, watch out. But he was saying, no, this, this, this sweet can cure 57 types of diseases. So, no, I, I, I don't eat sweets anymore. When you're, when you're, when you're old, you can't eat sweets anymore. It's like, you can't. Um, but um, I finished with a story. Yeah. Well, the story is, we, and I told this, some of you haven't heard it, some of you have. Um, okay, my, my, my Chinese doctor wants the recipe for the sweet. Okay, we will get that. Um, it doesn't mean my doctor's Chinese. It means <laughs> they, they teach that medicine. Um, so what happened is there was this great devotee. I mean, he must be in his 80s now. And from Gita Nagari. He's from the South, you know, African-American. And he was driving his taxi in Washington. And he used to hear Bhakta Tirta. And he became Bhakta Tirta's disciple. And he was very simple, but very, very wise. So one day he, he would drive, he would pick, drive Bhakti Tirtha Swami wherever he was going. So Bhakti Tirtha Swami came into his car and saw there was like, you know, when you throw a, a rock on a shield, it kind of shatters in different ways. He saw, he said, what happened? He said, well, someone tried to rob me. Well, he said, well, what happened? He said, what happened? He said, well, he came to my window and said, your money or your life. So I told him, if Krishna want to kill you, no one can save you. And if Krishna want to save you, no one can kill you. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> I'll just tell my two other favorite Bali stories. I met Mother Indrani. She was a very saintly late lady. And I was very close with her. I saw her in Vrindavan. I said, how are you doing? She says, well, you know, I'm crippled. I can't go anyplace. I said, well, I have a bus. Bring all Bhakti Tirtha's disciples and I'll take them to Govardhan and Radhakund. So we went to Radhakund, we went to Govardhan, we drove the bus by the hill. And I just remember Mother Indrani by that hill going, my Lord, my Lord. I mean, with such devotion, my Lord. My Lord. And I'm explaining how Govardhan is that the thing about Govardhan, I, I was telling him, um, 
you always feel the presence of Giriraj no matter where you are. And I looked at Bali and I said, Bali, it's just like when you're in Gitanagari, wherever you are, you feel the presence of Radha Damodar. And he looked, he said, I feel the presence of Radha Damodar here. <laughs> I said, wow. <laughs> okay, fun. Okay, anyone like to share a realization on my passionate class after after traveling here, but I did prepare, so I was a little, okay. Anybody like to share something that they appreciated? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Okay, Bhakti Devi, what point? I love the instruction of making plans, but leave room for a different outcome. What's that? I love the instruction of making plans, but leave room for a different outcome because oh. you're not the controller. Okay. Could people hear me today in the class? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I forgot my earphones, but I guess I, that driving and then resting in the car, you know, and uh, okay. Yeah. Make your plans, but be prepared for a different outcome. That's a good one. Thank you. Anybody else? Hey, Krishna. Okay. okay, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I loved it all and I got a lot out of it, but the Yenta Sen Kirtan was, I think, my favorite. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, uh, I'll give you an example of Yenta Sen Kirtan. Yenta is a Yiddish word for someone who is a little bit misogynist, but anyway. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but if someone who talks a lot, you know, like my mother went to Vrindavan and she had an incredible time, incredible time. When I come back, my mother says, my, you, you, uh, my sister-in-law's brother-in-law wants to meet you. I said, how is that? She, I, I, I told him, about Brindavan, about what you're doing there. And he owned the Fountain Blue. The Fountain Blue is the biggest, most expensive hotel in the world. <laughs> it, it, practically speaking, the Fountain Blue is, it, there's no, something like that. So I, it, my mother was just, when she came back, she was just telling everybody. And, and I remember because she had a store in our house. We had a two, two family house and the store was the one, one family bedroom in the basement. And she had a successful store. I'd sit in our living room and she'd bring up people to meet me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I remember that too. So I went to Miami and he lived on Star Island. Star Island is probably the most expensive property in America. You can look it up, Star Island. It, the little islands off my So I go, and I go with the temple president of the Miami temple, who is Panchagoda, is the president of Vrindavan. And we drive in there in an old Volkswagen van. <laughs> Like the, the like the oldest, most decrepit car, and we, we come into his property, and we're seeing like Rolls Royces and different cars. Okay, you see, I, I I'm just I, I woke up early and I chanted a lot, but the, the the fact of traveling, and then having to take rest in the car and getting here just in time, it, it puts a little energy. But I knew you would appreciate that. Yes, okay. I did. Thank you. <laughs> okay, anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Tota Gopinath here. Okay, Tota, make sure you bring that chair, right? Absolutely, already packed. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, if, if you're there by, by two, just plan on being there by two, okay? I'm going to try to just, I'm going to go early just to be there on time. Yeah, even if you're a little late, we're not, you know, it doesn't matter. We'll, we'll, if you're there at two, we'll plan on being there by about two also, okay? Okay.
No problem. Or, or, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, anybody else? Namasaki, huh? you just love these classes, huh? You can't get enough of them. No, no, really, I can't. Uh, okay. I like the point uh, that uh, um, Bhakti Devi said about uh, live, uh, make the plan, but uh, let the outcome to Krishna. And uh, the other one is the happiness, sickness, health, and everything is God. And uh, what's important is our reaction towards it. Right, that's a hard one because we're yeah. so focused on the external. Yeah, you know. Thank you, thank you so much, Guru Right, you really can't depend on the external. Who knows what's going to happen on November fourth? We we have no idea. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Oh, sorry. I think I'm. Okay. Sevanandi. Hare Krishna. Atina, you wanted to say something? Oh, I did, but Sevanandi first. Okay. Atina, you wanted to say something? Oh, I, I did. Um, Hare Krishna Maharaj, I love your classes so much. I really, really appreciate. So one, first, um, you're, uh, that you're staying with this wonderful family. It's very encouraging that there are families that live like that, brothers and sisters. And I can uh, just imagine just um, what a different experience it would have been, or even just for the kids of just how nourishing and Krishna conscious it is. Uh, so thank full, you. Morning, full morning and evening program. It's, it's, it's Vrindavan right there. It's so, I can even just, it touches my heart just thinking about that and just how much I would have liked to grow up in that environment. So uh, it's very inspiring. Um, but I also just really appreciate your ability to um, analyze and, and uh, say psychoanalyze. I, um, your example of just, you know, Kamsa and just are, you know, Kura being the politician, knowing how to speak to people and your example yeah. that when you preach, you must already know the questions that they're going to ask and to what you preach is actually the answers to those questions that you're anticipating. That's what makes you an effective uh, speaker, writer, politician. So I, um, it was just a nice, it was, uh, okay. thank you. Thank you, Atina. Okay, great. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Gloria, hello, great. Thank you for the class. Is your country still blocked up with the travel? From I think no. There are some countries. countries which can travel here, but it's very restricted. Okay, we'll figure that out. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Nityangi. Nityangi, Haribo. Haribo. Thank you so much. Thank you. Someone else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Oh, Catalina. Oh, great. Hi, Krishna. I love the peace and the association. Oh, the point about association. Isn't it important? Yes, right. so much. That's yes, why thank it's, you. it's good to come to this class. You know, so many good people on it. Great. And pray thank I can you. come to your country soon. Thank you, Maharaj. Loved it. Okay. Anybody else? Karuna Porna. Okay, Joe Kaylee. And Kaylee. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Bo. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Jan. Jan. Great. Hi, Bo. Go down to the park today, see how that works. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gurudev, Raja Devi. Thank Raja you. Devi. Wonderful. Good. Good. A few more. Hare Krishna Gurumaraj, Champak here. Champak, great. So nice to hear Krishna Kata, right? Thank you so much for the class. I also really loved the point about friendship and Right. Um, how we so should we should extend ourselves to the people that um, we value. We, we value their association. 
Very important. Thank you. Good. Anybody else? Okay, we're going to end for today. I'll just look at the list so I can see everyone who came to the class today. That's so great. Okay. Okay, that's great. Okay, thank you all.